professionally planned with Caitlin and Em. I'm Em. And I'm Caitlin, and you're here for episode number eight of our podcast. Is it really only episode eight? Yeah, because we're filming bi-weekly, and the annoying thing about saying bi-weekly is that it can mean twice a week or every two weeks. I know. It's so so dumb. Um, But we film on the bi-weekly that takes up less time just because we both have kind of busy lives. Although now that we're in the summer, my life is kind of like tapered off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we could do is we could hire an editor to edit, and then it only takes us an hour a week. That's true. The editing takes the longest part. But then I'm like, do I really want to hand this off to someone else? What if they don't cut out the parts that I want them to cut out? <laughs> you hand it off to me. I know. Well, then I do a second round of editing once it goes into Anchor. So That's true. Last week you did the editing. I didn't listen to it at all before it went up. <laughs> and you said, make me sound less angry. And I don't know how well I did at that, but if, if you're out there listening to this, let me know. Did M sound less angry? On a scale of one to 10, how angry did I sound? How angry were you? <laughs> I was pretty, I got pretty angry this, this week. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Um, and I'm not like, well, I was going to say, I'm not angry at like any one specific person. And this sounds like I'm like mongering for like listeners, you know, like. I mean, you're angry at people who break into Hyundais. Yeah, this is my like clickbait title. Like, um, I'm angry at people. No, my car got broken into again. Um, and it's not like they just like broke into steal stuff. They didn't take anything. It's like they broke in to like take the car. Oh, I thought they stole parts. This time they didn't steal parts apparently. And from what the mechanic told me last time, I guess they didn't steal parts either, but they messed up the wiring so bad trying to jumpstart it that that's what cost so much money to replace because they had to replace the wires and they had like ripped out the ignition and I guess thrown it on the ground. So maybe they had to replace that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like they had to replace that. They were like, piece is missing. Like, and I'm not good with cars and it was like, honestly, I think the, the whole situation, like, not, I'm not like purely angry, but the car, it's just like the anxiety that comes from having to remedy these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to deal with like filing a police report. We didn't file one last time because it got towed. So the police came and like surveyed it first, but this time I had to like make a police report and I like waited on hold with non-emergency police for an hour on the phone. And I didn't have windows, like they smashed my windows. So I'm like sitting down there by the car. I'm like, if anybody tries to steal us, I'm just sitting by the car. Um, I know I'm so, I'm so menacing that no one would, no one would cross me to take you the car. Just use your headband like a, like a and, you know, weapon. Like a boomerang. Um, yeah. I'm like sitting down there by the car um, and I'm like on hold for an hour. And then they finally pick up and I'm like, my car got broken into uh, and they like stole parts or whatever. They were like, okay, we'll send an officer out. I'm like, great. Um, then I waited another two hours for the officer to show up and no one had shown up. And I'm like, my car doesn't have windows. Like they went through the glove box. So the glove box is open, but there's nothing that I really keep in there except for like the manual and like extra face masks and tampons. And they didn't steal that. Um, I mean, yeah, in a pinch. I would steal a tampon. In a pinch, you would break a car window to steal a tampon. Note, note taken. Um, but they didn't show up. <laughs> I don't know about the, the breaking the car window part, but like <laughs> if I really needed a tampon, I like, I mean, I don't, I wear pads, but still. I mostly do too. But um, anyway, so two hours shock waiting shock for the, po- what? Oh, I said they don't toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I spent two hours waiting for a police officer to show up. No one showed up. And my boyfriend came downstairs from like finishing a meeting. And he's like, you're still out here? Like, because he's like, can you take care of this while I, I take this meeting? It's supposed to be like a three-hour meeting with, with like the entire law firm. It's oh, like God. their monthly three-hour meeting. He's, he's like, I can help you deal with this, but will you take care of as much as possible in these three hours? I'm like, yes, I'll go outside and I'll deal with this. Uh, he comes out after the meeting's done. He's like, you're still out here? And I'm like, yeah, police haven't shown up yet. He's like, that's ridiculous. We're just going to put a note on the da- on the windshield that says, call your number when they show up. No one's stealing a car that's already been ransacked. And like the fact that 
they messed with the steering column so much is proof that no one else is going to get it to start if they really want it to. Like, um, so we put a note, waited another hour and a half. Then I get a call on my cell phone from like unknown caller and it's the police. And they're like, Hey, is this Caitlin? We're downstairs with your car. Um, it's pretty smashed up. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be down there in a second. Um, so we came and I like filed the report and, the guy was like, the first piece of advice I can give you is just don't own a Hyundai in this city. Hyundais and Kias, don't do it. And apparently, like, I think it's progressive has stopped covering Hyundais in like the Milwaukee County because they're just so prone to get like getting stolen. Like there's just been like this whole spree of them like stolen. And the officer was telling me it's mostly high school kids who are like taking them for joy rides and then just like damaging them all up and like dumping on places Rude. Um, I know so he's like well you could first of all if you're getting a new car don't get this one again don't get a Kia don't get a Hyundai and it's not it's not a Chicago problem it's not a Madison problem it's just isolated to Milwaukee for some reason see like I wouldn't be mad if someone stole my car so long as they didn't like break a window to get in or rip out my ignition and things like that like if I could just get it back and everything was fine I mean, it would still be inconvenient and I'd still be mad, but at least I wouldn't have to pay any money for something that somebody else did. Exactly. And like last time it was like $1,200 and this time it's like four fifty dollars or something like that. So it's like, I'm paying a lot of money and the car's not worth that much. And like the first time I told you, you're like, it's not like you drive a Lexus or anything. You yeah. drive like a 2013 Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> it's not because they're, they're trying to steal it just to like joyride. They don't care about what's in it. And they're trying to steal it because they're really easy to break into, apparently. You can, like, if you smash a window, you can get the alarm not to go off, and you can unlock it, and then you can, like, pop off the steering column and just, like, the officer was saying, like, all it takes is, like, a USB phone cable to, like, hotwire the car. And that's why the first... The first time I had a USB phone charger out in, like, my passenger seat, like, plugged in, and they used that. They, like, ripped it in half. It was in the back seat when I found it, but, like, they used it to try to start the car and they didn't, but it's apparently very easy to steal a Hyundai. <laughs> for, for context, like in comparison, my car that I had in grad school, I bought for $200 from my advisor. It had 200,000 miles on it when I bought it and the doors did not lock. <laughs> and I never got my car stolen. <laughs> It was like a 2001 Honda Civic. And my car just had her 100,000 mile birthday the other day, like right on the way up here. And I'm like, and originally my plan was like, I would take the car, I would unpack the stuff, like all my bags and whatnot. And then I would bring it down to my parents for the summer at our like Memorial Day thing so that they just had the extra car and I didn't have to deal with it because I walked most places up here. And we were like two days short of Memorial Day. I'm like, it couldn't have made it two more days before... This all goes down. Well, wouldn't you be pissed if they stole they stole your car and then it hit the hundred thousand milestone while they were driving it? Yeah, that would bother me. Like that was (laughs) I was looking forward to that, watching the like digits roll over. Um, But yeah, I guess it's gonna get out of repairs soon, and then it's I'm gonna send it to my parents, and it's gonna be out of my hands for a bit. I just don't want to deal with that. I don't know. It's out of my hands, and like Nick my boyfriend is like you should just get a new car at this point like you can't keep replacing the same parts and the same windows over and over again but it's running fine new new car. I'm not getting a new new car I would get like a used new car or like yeah. something but because like well, my biggest mistake was as soon as I got to Knoxville I went and I, my car is used it is a 2019 right Mm -hmm. and I I, we're still in a chip shortage so like I basically bought a used car at a new car price don't do it don't do it don't do it that's one of the biggest things also at car dealerships negotiate yeah I had so much fun like negotiating for my my used car when I got it in college See, I've never done it before. How do you do it? Do you just say, I'm paying $5,000 for this, whether you like it or not? Or like... Well, no. Um, We, like... So we went in and they, like, I looked at a few things. I test drove a few things. I found the one that I liked. And then we're like, okay, we'd like to 
like see some some pricing and some paperwork on this one and they like lay out the number and we're like well can you do any any lower than that is that flexible and they're like no we really can't it's not really negotiable and we're like okay i think we can get a better deal somewhere else so then yeah, we're like, like then we're gonna walk and they're like oh suddenly well, it's negotiable no. well and we're like if if you can do better give us a call and we'd be interested to pay for it in cash on the spot so we walked away and then the next day or maybe it was that night we got a call and they're like hey we'd be um willing to knock that price down and it was like eight i think it was like a nine thousand dollar car we'd be willing to knock it down to like 850 and i'm like well can you do eight you know like, <laughs> i guess if, i'm like can you do eight if i come in and sign it right now and they're like yeah Come in right now. So then I walked back and I signed it and we <laughs> I got the car. The face you were making, you were all of a sudden you were a shark. You were just like, can you do eight? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it's like people I'm never gonna have to see again. So I like don't mind. And you know, like car dealerships are so like slimy. Like no, I mean, yeah, like my my Gil's dad calls them stealerships, and I don't think that that is necessarily wrong. untrue. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and oftentimes, you know, in order to get the best deal, sometimes you just have to ask, like, um, you know, if you're going up to like urban outfitters and you're checking out and you're like, Hey, do you have a student discount? You know, things like that. They're not going to tell you, but if you ask about it, they'll be like, yes. Can I see your ID? Yeah. It's stuff like that. Um, and a lot of places have student discounts that you just have to ask about. Yeah, exactly. And you just like you just have to ask. So not everything is gonna fall into your lap. One of the great benefits of being a grad student, you still get student discounts at places. Oh yeah. I I still could if I wanted to. I still have my student ID. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, tell me what you've been up to lately. Okay. Oh god. It's been two weeks. Yes. Uh ooh. Oh God, I don't know why I got so excited. I was like, oh, I was like cripplingly depressed last week. So, so fun. On my period right now. Um, but I have been reading. I just finished a book that I had been meaning to read the entire month of May and a little bit of April. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's called Kaikei. I might be saying that wrong by, uh, I think it's Vaishnavi Patel. It's her okay. debut book. It's a re a retelling of the Ramayana, which is like a, um, it's really big in mythology in like India, I believe. Okay. And it's awesome. It's uh, 496 pages, but it's really cool. Very historical fiction meets fantasy. Gives me all the good feelings inside. Sounds like right up watermelon. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, eh. I like mythology and I like fantasy. I don't like historical fiction. It's not for me. I don't like history. Huh. I can we do a little bit. I can I, do a little I'm bit sorry, of that. Sorry, I keep talking over you. Okay, maybe we just redo that section. Okay. Also, we bought a watermelon. Oh, that's fun. And we juiced half of it. So we made watermelon margaritas. It was very tasty. I think I recall you saying that in your YouTube live the other night. Yeah, yeah. I think at one point Gil like just walked upstairs with one like during. I oh, it might have been during a Zoom. <laughs> I heard blender noises and then there was a, a margarita there. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But you're getting back into the YouTube lives. Yeah, that that's actually really fun. I really enjoy that because like usually want someone to be like hey don't put a circle there like you literally just said you have something there in five minutes you're gonna realize that you're gonna have to move it (laughs) I know it's like I really need someone to like supervise when I'm doing my planning because I'm always like tell me what you think but there's no one there to like tell me what they think so I have to make the executive decisions all Mm -hmm. the time and that's like, I sometimes, sometimes I don't want to be an adult anymore. And I want someone to just tell me exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Very I rare. the YouTube live thing. I think you would rock it. If you go live, can I be your mod? Yeah, you can be my mod. Um, and I was M's mod in this YouTube live, but that's actually kind of where our friendship 
started, mm-hmm. I, I suppose, like, um, back when Em was doing YouTube live, like, in the first run, mm-hmm. I was, like, in, I was at, like, one of her YouTube lives, and someone was, like, commenting really weird stuff in the chat. Yeah, it was, like, gross, if I recall. Everyone's, like, like, I can't get rid of them. What do I do? Yeah, it was really childish. I thought it was, like, a kid, but it was, like, trashy, trashy garbage, like, and we're like what is going on and Gil had left the room and and was like I'm gonna make you mod real quick I'm like okay I'll deal with it but that's that's kind of how this like all started was I was in one of her YouTube lives um and there was some kid being annoying in the chat yeah and I I mean I knew you would show up because like you you were always commenting on things being like I like it so yeah, that's how we, that was in 2020. That's how we first sort of became close-ish. Was that 2020 or was that 2019? I I think it was 2020. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, YouTube lives bring people together, huh? Yeah. Okay, what have you been up to? Um, apart from getting your car broken into. Apart from getting the car broken into. I... I'm back at work for the summer. They finally have me on the schedule. Um, we have a new manager, so our or the scheduling has been a bit weird, but I, I guess it'll work itself out. But I'm back. Um, and tomorrow at my shift, we have an event going on. It's like a bar crawl thing. Um, and I don't work at a bar. It's in Urban Outfitters. But um, <laughs> all of the like businesses on this block, there's do, they're doing this like hops and hounds thing. So it's like a bar crawl. It's a bar crawl with your dog. And then if you're not a bar, um, they have like activities. So we have like a Polaroid photo booth thing where you can get like a picture with your dog um, and I'm working it. So I'm excited that's, for that. That's cute. You need to send me photos of all of the dogs. Can't have my phone on me, but I will try to get some kind of picture. Maybe <laughs> Take after two I Polaroids and send me one in the mail. Two Polaroids, yeah. Um, so that's like something that's going on. I've been filming a lot of like YouTube content. Um, also just working hardcore on the sticker shop these like last, like last week and a half or so. Um, cause my, my June release is going to be coming up. And by the time this goes live, this podcast really should already be live. Um, but it's going to be Monday, June 6th at 10 AM central time. It's my biggest release yet. Yeah. Can I also just say you, you crushed it? because you did I am so proud of these new releases there's 17 of them yeah like uh, (laughs) we launch in like two and a half weeks and we have zero (laughs) well I can't wait to see what you come up with yeah 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 yeah. What, what day is your release the 24th 24th okay so by the time this podcast goes up, there will be time to view the new MU's designs, releases, or sneak peeks of them. Yeah, I think this podcast, not this one, but the next one, will be going up the day of our release. Oh, exciting. Yeah, because that always happens. What always happens is that during one of these podcasts, I'm on my period. And during the other, we have an Amuse Designs launch. Exactly. That's how it always shakes out. Um, but we'll be able to talk more about your release in the next episode. Now, I have a question for you also related to sort of goings-ons. What is it like to not be long distance with your boo anymore for the time being? I mean, it means he stands in the door. He's right over here. You're right over here. Well, you better listen to this episode, Nicholas. I don't know if it's actually Nicholas. Nick. And he says, let's go Rangers to all of you. Is my caviar all over? Yeah. Love you. Love you. I don't know what's going on with him, but. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying he doesn't listen to our podcast yeah. and he should. Yeah. Yeah, he should. Um, he's gone now, but it's, it's, weird. <laughs> it's weird not being long distance because we like see each other in like mundane moments. And like before it was like. I would drive up for a weekend and then we would like, we'd go on like a date and then we would, it was like jam packed because it was the only mm. time we we're going to see each other all month. Like we were like going out to like eat and like, like not even like go, go to the grocery store or anything like that, but like we were doing stuff. And now it's just like, 
Oh, we're brushing our teeth. We're brushing our teeth. You go to work during the day and I do my stickers during the day. And he's like, I feel like I have to entertain you. And I'm like, I'm entertaining myself. I got all these stickers right now. Mm -hmm. And it's also like definitely hard to like try to explain to someone else that like, I'm on, I'm on summer break. The stickers are kind of like a full-time job. So like when you see me like messing around, like doing the videos and stuff, like that's actually like work hours for me now, which is hard to like comprehend, but like there's a lot to get done for the social media stuff. That's so exciting for you. It really is. Cause it's just like, I make money doing this. And I have like a, like a part-time job that's like more official. Like these are the hours and that's more more so like a guarantee that I'm gonna be able to make rent any given month because you exactly know, like it's it's never guaranteed that people will uh, like shop from your your small business but like if I go in and I put in hours at like a part time job that's guaranteed like mm-hmm. I'm going to get a paycheck and in general I think that some people had said that in April just like just because it was April that their uh, sticker shop earnings took a hit. Like that, there weren't making as as much or like having as many code usages as usual. Yeah, and it's also just like everything is downhill since like January, December, like holiday season. Um, like we get through Valentine's Day, and then it's just kind of like, eh, like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in in April or maybe not April. Whenever people get their tax refunds back. They'll sometimes go on a little small shop spending spree. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) this is going to sound so bad. I didn't really notice it because we don't make that much money to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not being self-deprecating. I'm just being honest. I had had noticed a little bit of a dip, um, but I also like know that I haven't been putting out as many designs and like, April and May because like school was like my first like priority and school gets really hectic around there and now that we're like on summer break time um I have the space to like make the things that I want to make so that's why I'm like 17 sheet release somehow that that got pulled out (laughs) yeah because you I mean because you had so much time and it's like the thing is is that I feel like sometimes I wonder is it better to have more sheets to appeal to a wider audience, but maybe spend less time on each sheet or to have fewer sheets that I spent more time on? I mean, I feel like there's a comfortable middle ground there, but my preference is like, I try to do a combination of like things that are a little bit more simple that you might want to like combine with like different stickers, um, like more layering accents, because those always like do well. Like and the one thing that I knew I needed to have in this release was the Dalmatian dot print, um, which isn't like the most complex design out there, but I'm like planning with it. And I'm having so much fun with like just black and white polka dots. Um, so that's like something that's a little bit more simple, but then there's like a bunch of sheets in this release that I like spent hours working on. Like the roller skates took me forever. The state flowers took a while to figure out. And there's three new state flowers in this release. And one of them's Nebraska. And one of them's Nebraska, which was actually a really hard flower to draw. Um, it's they're, pretty though. They're so small. Like goldenrod is like a bunch of little tiny parts. And then the other two flowers I did were like blue bonnets and poppies, which are a little bit easier to draw. But we got those going. My favorite has to be the seashells though. My rep package from you gets here tomorrow. And I was trying to be patient to open that, my Create with Mandy Rep package, and then a secret package that I got in the mail that I'm not telling anyone who it is yet, except Caitlin already knows, but I told her off the air. Secret uh, influencer mail. Yeah, my secret influencer mail, which I'm only saying because it literally says IG influencer as like right under my name, which is ridiculous. Look at that. You it's need ridiculous. It. But I was going to do that but I'm not patient. So I already opened Mandy's well, and you wanted to plan with them, didn't you? Yeah. Cause I really, I needed them. I needed them for a super special spread for pride. You can still unbox mine. On I can still unbox yours. Yeah. And it'll still be, it'll still be a super special unboxing. 
super special unboxing. But it's exciting and I've been getting like a lot of like people like viewing the design reveal video or like messaging me about it. And I've gotten like a few like kind of panicked Etsy messages that are like, did I miss them? Do they do they already sell out? I'm like, no, they're not available till Monday. So I think next time I need to like not give so much lead time on the on the like sneak peeks and announcements, I guess. No, I think it was good though, because it gave you essentially it gave you a little bit of time off to just kind of creatively recharge and make ARIO speed wagon stickers just for yourself, you know? Yeah, it did. And it's I, I got the rep packages out. Um, well, the physical ones, I, I gotta do the digital rep packages still. That's like my priority for tonight because I keep forgetting to do that. But it's nice to like have some lead time on stuff, but at the same time, I'm like trying to I, I keep reiterating they're they're gonna be on Monday like it feels like such a long time to wait in between me doing the reveal on a Wednesday and then it's like what like five days until the release actually happens but you could pull a me and just put them up now I have to make the nothing listing. I have to make the listing still but oh. which takes time mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the nice part about me having Emma DeVries. She makes the listing photos and then I list them. I got to deal with like the logistical, like pick your option of clear or paper and then pick your option of this. And that's why it's like hard to put like multiple designs on one listing, but like for things like the retro summer collection, I want them to all be on one listing so that you can buy the bundle of them as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's, that's mildly complex. <laughs> it gets a little tricky, but it is Etsy, so nothing is very straightforward. Oh, did you see that um, you only need to have like a, a 98% uh, rating or some shit like that to be a star seller? I saw that. Um, so they like recently made an adjustment that, um, so one of the qualifications was that you needed to have like, 95% five star ratings and they've dropped it down to I think 4.8 like just to account for the fact that some people give four star ratings like meaning that it's a great product like um because four stars is still like a positive review so they're accounting for that in the star seller program but it's kind of convoluted how they're doing it um and I don't know if they've made any official announcements but I've heard it through their like seller platform thing but in better news for you you just need to respond to 100% of the first messages. That was already the case. Oh. I know. Well, it's 95% within the first 24 hours. um, of. (laughs) It's so complicated, but I'm getting close. I'm at like a 94% response rate right now. See, where my issue, I think we've talked about this, is the shipping shipping on time because they only count that if you give them a tracking number and Mm -hmm. so for for like shipping to Canada I don't use tracking I just use stamps because it's cheaper for me and for the customer that way because otherwise it would be twenty dollars I use tracking for shipping to Canada and I I split the cost of shipping so I take a hit on it so it's like I charge $12 $12 to, to whoever purchases for the shipping. And then I pay the remaining like five, four to $5 myself. Um, so I cover about a third of it, um, which isn't an ideal situation, um, but I would prefer like the tracking so that I know it made it there safely. Um, and I don't know, it's just like international shipping is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And I don't, I don't necessarily understand why it's that exorbitantly expensive, especially if we're shipping to Canada. Yeah. It's literally attached to our continent. I've sent mail to Puerto Rico before, and it's like the same price as like sending something to like Wisconsin, like the yeah, shipping is be, the same. Right? But it's like further like than like it is for me to like send something to Canada, just cross the border. Like, I, 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 I will never understand it. I don't think I will ever understand it in the, unless I start a shipping business or something. And then I'll be like, oh yes, this is suddenly clear. I'm, it might be have to do with like customs 
payments? Yeah, because I think they have to like pay the people who are checking the mail. Well, I mean, they definitely should. Yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm sure they are, but it's just like there's so many additional steps for like international packaging that it probably just costs more to like have to have someone there who's like checking it and like certain packages need to be inspected and stuff like that. All of this logistical stuff actually reminded me. Do you have a, an LLC? Um, Nick has been talking about helping me set one up, but I don't actually have one. I know you do. I do. I have one now because Plan With Lore basically like said in a story and in like a, a Zoom call. It's like, if you don't have that, potentially you could get sued yeah. for something that you say in like a planning video. Like, or, well, maybe not that, but you know, your actions or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want them to take my cats. Yeah, because anyone can sue for anything at any point. That's the way the legal system works. Whether or not it's an actual case is a different story, but you can sue anyone for anything. Um, but by setting up an LLC, it's like a limited liability corporation. Yeah, it's like they can sue my business, but not me. Yeah, so it separates you as a different entity from your business. Like mm-hmm. it creates like a distinction between you and business. So I can still get sued, but like, I feel like I would have to know the person for them to actually sue me versus my business. Uh, at bare minimum, I paid $300 for some peace of mind. Oh, it's only 300. I've been like under the impression that it was going to cost me like a thousand something. It depends on the state. Oh. But like I went through like my the secretary of state business thing. Um, and that, I mean, that's how much it was, plus a $6.87 convenience fee for using a credit card. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> I was like, oh, joy. And then the, it came, one second, let me just, I have, I have it right here. It came with a certificate of existence request form. And then it says, you are not required to purchase anything from this like because they're trying some other thing is sending you to this and trying to get you to pay more money for a physical certificate that you don't need you mean you don't want to frame it in your office no the only thing framed in my office is my doctorate and like some art (laughs) (laughs) this is not art this is gonna go in a drawer and I'm gonna just forget about it yeah I gotta get one of those set up it's like next step and it'll make it a lot easier to like start like a separate website for my like business oh yeah you definitely need it for when you do that yeah because like under Etsy you're operating as like an independent contractor but if you open up like a Shopify you got to deal with like collecting sales tax and then you need like an ID number for your like tax collection which an LLC helps speed along that process um so there's the hot yeah, and I know that uh, JoJo over at JoJo's Pretty Paper Plans, I believe that's her uh, handle. Paper shop. Fuck. I always mess up her handle. I'm sorry, JoJo. She changed just, it a while ago. Now it's JoJo's Pretty Paper Shop. I can't, I honestly can't blame her. But either way, she knows all about it. Um, and I think she po- she might have posted it in her highlights, like things about why you should do an LLC. I think she um, may have. Uh, she's she pretty well- she She's pretty well acquainted with like taxes and small businesses. Um, mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't, part. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like expect her to answer all of my tax questions, but um, I think she might have like some kind of highlight that you could like check out as like a steering point for like figuring out what you need to do next. I guess it's time for small business shout out. And it's you. It is my turn. So I picked a shop that I like recently ordered from for the first time. Um, and I, did like a really big like May small shop unboxing on my channel my YouTube channel recently and this was one of the shops that I like purchased from but I've been really into sticker dolls recently and we'll get into this in a minute I want to talk do you know what sticker dolls are aren't they like what wrong wrong does right yeah or they're like, like a person that goes in your planner yeah they're like little fashion like illustration like stickers um and they're like stickers of people and for some reason, stickers of people is like a very controversial take because some people, some people like them and some people like despise them. Um, but the shop that I picked for this week is a sticker doll shop. Um, Red Lyrics is over on Etsy. 
And I ordered like so many stickers from them recently. They're, they're coming out of Florida, um, like Jacksonville, Florida. So US based, um, but they have like a really wide variety of like these fashion doll stickers for your planner. The quality is good. Um, and the illustrations, they're just like so many options to choose from. They have like a thousand listings in their Etsy site. They've been at it for like several years at this point. Um, but like, I've seen other people using these like dot, like the sticker dolls and I'm like, oh, I'm like, they're so cute. Why am I not buying those? And they were having a 40% off sale on like everything in their shop. So they were like $2 and 20 cents or something like that for a sheet. And most of their sheets have like four different like illustrations of like the, the girls on them. Um, which is great. And I bought sticker dolls before from other shops and like some of them I really like, but the like ab ability to get like multiple different designs on the same sheet is something that I like about this shop. Um, mm -hmm. I bought a lot of sticker dolls from Goldmine and Coco, which is another shop that I really like, but on theirs, you get two of the same girl on the same sheet and then you have to buy them in bundles and you can't buy them individually. But with this like red lyric shop, you can get like a whole bunch of different designs and there's avail there's like options for like skin skin tones and like plus size dolls and like there's a lot of diversity um in their like illustrations which I like about them. So I had a really big order of stickers from their shop recently and I'm just using them in everything. Yeah. I feel like the like my issue in the past with like sticker dolls was that I would want them to like be dressed in a very specific way or like like have a specific sort of like entourage kind of look because if I'm you know if I, I want to be using them together and so I didn't I don't want to have four of the same doll on the same page but it sounds like it, it's not like that right no you, they're like themed sheets so like I've gotten like girls in florals and then they're all like different girls wearing like different styles of floral dresses or something like that or like I got like a Christmas themed one where they're all wearing like different holiday attire like so they're themed and they go together and the color mm -hmm. palettes match, but they're like not the same person. And even within like the same like sheet, some of them have different hair colors or, and they all have different facial features. It's not like it's the same girl just wearing different outfits like a paper doll would. Oh, cool. I actually, I like that. I like that. So I really like that. I was really into the wrong, wrong stickers when she was doing stuff with Happy Planner. Um, I haven't bought anything from her recently, but I, I like the like idea of the, like people stickers in my planner. Um, I think they like mix it up a little bit more. Um, Cause I always get stuck in like a floral rut. Everything is <laughs> always florals. Yeah, no, I feel that. I've, I get I get into like kind of nature ruts a little bit where, cause like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna use the lemurs. And then this next week I'm gonna use these turtles and spoilers tomorrow I'm using sharks. <laughs> Is it really that much of a spoiler? Because it's going to be up by the time this podcast comes Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, love, I love animal stickers. And I think they're, like, just a great break from, like, all the florals. And I think that's the reason that I like the people stickers, too. Although I normally, like, layer the people on top of the flowers. So maybe not, not that much of a break. But I remember seeing someone do, like, a Jurassic Park-themed spread, and that one had people in it. And I was like, oh, those people are going to die. <laughs> Oh, I think I saw that. Was that Happy to Plan with Desiree? Yeah. She does such cool, like, scenes with, like, the people stickers. But, yeah, Red Lyrics, I, I the quality is great. The variety is amazing. Um, so I'll leave all the, like, info down in the show notes if you're interested in checking them out. And if you're interested in being our next small business shout-out, we'd love to hear from you. We have an email address. It is professionallyplanned at gmail.com. And that's down in the description as well. Send us an email. We love checking out new small businesses um, and just like sharing them um, and like talking about stickers. Talking about stickers makes me happy. So yeah, I'm going to check our email right now because I have not checked it in a very long time. Imagine you open up the email and there's like a million people who want to be on our small business shout outs on the podcast that gets like 80 listens an episode. I was thinking it would be uh, Lily Chidugi uh going oh I, I want to sponsor you <laughs> a headband sponsor for our podcast yeah all right let's see 
Ooh, we have two new promotional emails. Promotional. What are those going to be? Oh, Capital One. Yeah, no, we got nothing. <laughs> I have been getting so many emails from this one guy on my like personal or email that I have like linked to my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same, like it seems like it's spam, but he keeps emailing again and again. Like, so it was like, we'd like to have you as a guest on our podcast um, to talk about influencer marketing. Um, and it seemed really generic and vague, like fill in the blank style email. So I didn't respond. And the names were like things that, I, it just seems scammy. Um, so yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to respond to it. And he has sent three follow-ups now. So I'm like beginning to think that it's a real person, but I like looked him up on Instagram and most of the followers are bots. So I'm like, it doesn't feel like a real person. Oh, I had one of those, except they, they weren't emailing me. They sent me a DM and they were like, oh my gosh, I love your content. I'd love to help you with search engine optimization. And I looked him up and I was like, you love my content so much. Why aren't you following me? And then he followed you, didn't he? And then he followed me. And then as soon as I said I wasn't interested in his in his search engine optimization, he unfollowed. I love it. You got to keep them on their toes. Um, You're going to be sharks. <laughs> Shark week over on Professionally Planned. I get all sorts of weird, like, email opportunities for, like, my Instagram. So it's really hard for me to, like, suss out whether something is like a legitimate like opportunity or whether it's not and I had a really interesting dm come through today Mm. um that I think from what I can tell is like legitimate but asking if I do wholesale pricing on my stickers because they do like a stationary subscription box and they'd like to have them in the box Ooh, what box I I I looked into it vaguely and I'm not gonna like name drop right now because I I'm just gonna like suss it out a little bit more um, before we like go into like announcing things, but okay, but you better tell me after this. I will tell you after this. Okay. Um, but <laughs> called friend privileges. I know, but like, it'd be really it'd be a great opportunity. I've never even thought about wholesale pricing, and I really don't know how I would wholesale price my stickers. But um, I guess I got to figure that out if I'm interested in this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think that. I mean, first of all, it's an excellent opportunity. You should definitely do that. I, th- I think Mandy did something like that for a box. I don't remember. Someone let me know did that though. I'm going to figure that out because I wonder if they're like, it's the same box. Because this yeah. is someone who does like a stationary planner supplies like subscription kit. Okay. Yeah. I'd be interested. Would these, would these stickers be box exclusive? I don't know. I honestly didn't really, I didn't even DM, DM them back because I was like trying to like suss out like, is this legit? Do they really want me? Yeah. No, that's what happened with me with uh, sketch markers. At first I was like, is this a scam? <laughs> like that's like the number one thing that like keeps me from doing so many like opportunities is that I'm like convinced constantly that I'm getting scammed. Like even just like giving my address to someone to like send me things. I'm like, I'm not giving mm-hmm. you my address. Oh, I, I don't give them that. my address immediately. I wait until they send me another email, like showing that they're a real human. Ah, good call. I got a PO box. Uh, I used to have one. I used to have one for amused designs. I, I mainly use it for the business because I just don't want my like personal address going out to anyone and everyone who like places an order for me. Yeah, let's say that that's what I do too. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> so I think the other thing that we kind of wanted to do in the like small business shout out section was just like gesture towards um like some LGBTQIA plus um small shops within the planner community mm-hmm. and we can't take credit for this according to Allie has put together a really great list but we wanted to use our platform to like really highlight some of these shops um and if you want to like get more info, definitely check out Allie's page. Um, but if you are like the owner of an LGBTQIA plus small shop, or you know someone who like is like openly a member of the community who does like have a sh- has a shop, um, we, we'd like to hear from you as well because we're trying to boost some like um, some smaller shops on our on our uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And some of these shops 
we have previously boosted and we're just boosting them again because it's pride month i mean the, the first one obviously is emu's designs is me and Co-host a podcast. <laughs> yeah i'm just going through the highlights so the next one on here is passion planner y'all know we love ourselves a good passion planner they actually have a launch next week which if you're hearing this this was this week yeah something <laughs> like that passion time violations are hard they have a new launch um but passion planner is cool i've never tried them but i've seen some good things from them do you want to do the next one or do, do you want me to just run down the list yeah so you can just go through ellie's list i, I feel so weird like taking her list and like speaking it aloud but i, I think any we're giving her credit like she came up with this and we're just saying it louder yeah yeah so we have crafty planner queen robin who we featured not last week but the week before that right right before our little hiatus one of the weeks um that was our small business shout out a couple weeks ago she does like mm-hmm. really cool printable um sticker designs um that you could do like junk journal kind of stuff with mm-hmm. and then i think after this it's just going to be really rapid fire because i unless you know jump in if you're familiar with the shop um although with you know i, w- I want to get familiar with these shops so we have kevin a creates which it seems to be really functional stickers like boxes and page flags and things like that Oh, this one's really cute. We have Sissy Art Cafe. She looks like she sells art. It's really cute and like kind of in that kawaii style. Oh, sorry. I'm getting distracted. Honey Bee Shop. Have you done Honey Bee Shop? I haven't purchased from them, but I've heard a lot of good things. I hear they have a really good like subscription kit. Um, And closer to the holidays, they do like an advent calendar from what I have heard. Yeah, it says in their bio, Planner Stash V2 signups, 6-1 through 6-20. Don't know what that means, but probably, probably yeah, the subscription kit of some sort. Okay, print pression. I've heard of them, but have not purchased. I've seen them do like tote bags and stuff. Yeah, I think I saw Jerica with one of them. Yeah, they do like like bags, and then they do like planner stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're bags for your planner. It's really fun. Then there's Joyful Planning, who appears to do kits as well as some like functional icons. And they look to be pretty fun functional icons, which is nice. They look fun and functional. Hey, no, no, that's my brand. No one else can do that. No one else can put the fun and functional. I'm just kidding. Uh, Then there's Uncommon Plans, which also appears to do sort of more kits. Oh, yeah, yeah, this this one is La Vida de Gabby K, which I'm going to click on just because I can't really tell what she sells um, based on her Instagram feed. I assume it's stickers. I mean, because I think that was the question, but wow, my internet is not working. We are just a day. I'm turning it off. If you'd like to check out any of these uh, shops, their Instagram handles are, as M has like stated, but go over to According to Allie's pages or Instagram page. She has a whole highlight of um, like shops, mostly um, I think shops that like self-nominated themselves. And I think that's probably the way to do this is by like shops that like are self-identifying as LGBTQIA plus because otherwise we're going to like, I don't know. I don't want to make like assumptions about like mm-hmm. anyone's shop. And I also don't want to like out anyone who's not like ready to like identify um, like openly like that. So according to Ellie opened it up for like people to self-identify as um, like shops in the community. So that's a great way to do it. Um, yeah. And as we had voiced last week, like, Yes, shop from shop from these shops during Pride Month, but also shop from these shops outside of Pride Month because they don't just exist during the month of June um, and they can use your support year round. Yes, and she also has highlights for uh, Black and Latin, or well, Latinx, but I mean, that's that, that word has been invented by white people, right? With the X on the end. I've heard a lot of discussion about it, but I'm not really up to date. Um, Okay, but like Black and Latino shops, she also has listings, not listings, but highlights for those, which you should also still be shopping from, Uh, as well as artist shops, which I assume are shops like run by artists. It's a, it's a list of shops that like draw or hand draw their like stuff. Yeah. Okay. We're not in that one. I'm in that one, um, but yeah, so Allie has a great list and highly recommend it. Um, 
But I think that's the end of our like small business segment. Um, okay, so we're gonna take one question from the audience at the end of today, um, just to like conclude things. We've had these questions for a while, so we've been holding on to them for you. But um, do you wanna take a pick? Okay, so I'm gonna pick this question, which is asked by my friend, Dan, who I actually don't know if he listens to the podcast. <laughs> well, Dan, I hope you're out there getting your answer to this question one way or another yeah so which is kind of like how do you get after life after long breaks so just like you know getting after getting your getting your button gear after a break I always have like I have such a hard time like jumping back into the swing of things like after like being on pause for so long like and I think like that's the reason why I had such a hard time with those like incomplete papers that I took on classes um, is because like when I'm not working on like a project every day, it kind of just like gets shoved into the closet and it grows into something like bigger than what it actually is. And then the like anticipation of starting the project is so much scarier than the project itself. Oh, like, yeah. and you were there, you witnessed this. Like I took an incomplete on a paper and by the time that like I had not touched it in like a month or two just the thought of like sitting down and writing this paper like brought me to tears like I was having panic attacks about a paper and I'm like thinking to myself Caitlin this is not logical this is like a stupid paper that you just need to write but like I just couldn't bring myself to type because it was just like so paralyzing mm -hmm. I mean a, a lot of writers feel that way period about blank pages Sometimes they'll just do a key smash so it's not blank anymore and then delete it later. Um, but I think like the, I mean, at least when it comes to things that sort of make you feel anxious, which I'm, well, I think we're both well familiar with, um, is just to just start, even if it's for just 15 minutes. And if after those 15 minutes, you don't want to do it anymore, then you can stop. And it's like, and I try to do this myself is just like, rather than like telling myself, I have this paper, it's been looming over me, like for, for a month, I have to sit down all of today. And today I need to like work for eight hours on this project. I just tell myself like, okay, 15 minutes is enough. Like mm -hmm. if I get into 15 minutes, then tomorrow, maybe I can do 30 minutes. And the next day I can do 45 minutes. Like that kind of gradual buildup has always like helped me. Um, and I, I never like I always have a hard time like following through with like setting these obligations and like sitting down and working sometimes but like the thought of just like slowly easing into it like even if I just type one word that's one more word than I didn't have the day before exactly it kind of reminds me you know you know like when summer is ending and school's about to start and you have to adjust your sleep schedule mm -hmm. and so like the week before you start waking up like early again yeah yeah it, it it kind of reminds me of that because it sucks for a little bit and oh, then you get does. used to it and it's again it's like that same thing of like it's really hard to take like breaks um in like momentum mm -hmm. and like I think that's one reason why I was like so mentally torn on whether or not I wanted to take off the fall semester because everyone's like you're gonna lose your momentum if you take off a semester I've been in school since preschool. I haven't taken a break. So mm -hmm. I'm like terrified to lose that momentum. But at the same time, like the momentum has kind of come to a standstill on its own. I felt like I wasn't making any progress with anything. Um, and like, I was definitely struggling again with like, am I, am I really cut out for this? And we'll get to Lauren's question of imposter syndrome next, next time. We keep saying we're going to touch on it, but it's like such a big topic. It's not going to be a touch. We're going to be diving like right into it. It's going to be basically an entire episode, I feel like. Yeah. And I got my like student evaluations back recently. So that'll get relegated to that episode. Mm -hmm. um, but to like get back to this question of like getting after life after long breaks, I think like just like with slow ease in is always the best. Like, I know they like say like, when you're scared to get in the pool, you just need to like jump in, but I don't think that's- Not if like, you're gonna drown. Yeah, exactly. It's not the case with like all of this. Like I need to like slowly ease back into things. Um, but to adapt Dan's question a little bit, like I always hear the question of like, well, how do you get out of like a planner rut? 
Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, like, when you haven't planned for like weeks and you haven't been touching your planner, how do you get back into it? So I'm posing this question to you. Oh, that's a huge, a huge thing for me, especially because for me, usually the issue isn't decorating the spreads, it's remembering to write in them. Mm-hmm. So like, I will, I, I back plan like, like a mother. I will, because I don't like it if there's not any pen in there. So I will go in and I will write things that I have already done that um, I ate for dinner that day. The TV shows we watched, Mm -hmm. like if you actually zoom in on my after the pens, it's like, you can tell what was like a real plan and what was a, we're going to go back and like write it in. So that helps, that helps me. But like, I, th- I feel like most people kind of get into funks when it comes to like how they're decorating. And yeah. I think it comes down to ha- like, they're not happy with like how their planner is serving them and that they should switch planners. Is that bad? Is that a bad recommendation? That's a hot take. I mean, I feel like I sometimes get in the mind space where I'm making planner spreads in like a really formulaic way where I'm like okay cluster A goes up here at the top of the sidebar cluster B goes down here on the bottom right hand corner like I have like these formulas in my head and I'm I know that like this like cluster here plus cluster here equals good planner spread but like when I'm feeling more confident and more comfortable in my creativity and I definitely go through ebbs and flows of like when I'm feeling more creative um I do try to push myself to like break these mental rules that I've kind of constructed for myself, but sometimes it's really easy just to go back to like stickers in the same places every single week, um, which is hard um, to deal with because, you know, you're always striving to do something new, but as we had mentioned, like in past episodes, there really is never anything brand new. Like it's always kind of been done before. Nobody did that in 1790. Were they decorative planning in 1790? 100%. They called it scrapbooking back then. (laughs) Yeah, they were like map making. As as the person who researches like women's handcrafts, yes, scrapbooking was in vogue at the time. Um, But like I get into those planner ruts too where writing in the planner is the hardest part. And I like make these like spreads that I'm really happy with and then I don't write in them. And I like, didn't feel all this regret where I'm like, I wasted my good stickers and I didn't write anything on the page. It's not even like a, like a, a sense of like regret to myself. It's like, to the stickers. Well, it's no, for some reason, like I make these spreads on YouTube. I plan these videos where I'm like planning in my catch-all planner. And sometimes I get to the end of them. I've made the spread and I know where everything is now that I've like talked it through and I've made the spread that I don't even need to write them. But I like feel like, deceptive to my like YouTube viewers that I'm never gonna actually like write in it. Do you know what I mean? Wait, you're never gonna write in it? No, I I mean I write in my planner when I can, but like the act of like just like planning it out and talking it through I'm like, I'm like I have a meeting on Monday so I'm putting a box here. Like that kind of cements it mentally in my mind. Okay, meeting on Monday. Oh I, I put I put boxes places all the time and forget what was supposed to go in the box. Usually I end up making something up. <laughs> I, I always place them with intention and I talk it through to the point where I'm like, oh, I know it. I have it in my head, but I really should like write things down. And in the beginning of the semester, I was much better about like writing in my planner. And by the time I got to the end, I'm like, yeah, I know I have classes on Monday. I don't need to like fill this in. Mm-hmm. And I feel really guilty about that. And I need to do some back planning because I want the spreads to be filled in. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes though, like, at least for me, I, f- I get into planner funks because I'm not challenging myself creatively mm-hmm. uh, in that I'll go, okay, I'm going to grab a sheet of boxes and I'm going to grab a sheet of florals and I'm going to grab a sheet of hand-lettered words. You know, I'll just ask, I'll be like, what's a planner challenge I could do? So, I'm, you know, I made a, uh, I, I had, I forced myself, wasn't really forcing, but to make a sheet, uh, a spread using three different small shops uh, that was also inspired by the last thing I ate, which was chocolate chip cheesecake. And that's one of my favorite spreads that I made in May. 
That was such a, a fun spread. I liked watching that video. Like planner challenges are like always something that gets me out of like a creative rut. And I know there's a really great like ongoing one that's hosted by um, Planagram and Squared Plans over on Instagram. It's called the Planable Challenge. Um, yeah, yeah. So they always they have a weekly theme. So they like release them a month at a time and they're like June 1 through 7 is like, I don't know, like wildflower dreams or something like that it's it's not actually that mm -hmm. but like they have like these like open-ended prompts that you can make your planner spreads around and I find like those like really creatively challenging for me which I like um yeah I'm just gonna look really quick so when is this episode gonna come out this episode is gonna come out I think on the 10th on the 10th okay so for the week of June 13th through 19th, the theme is Summer Yum. Ooh. So if any of y'all do the planable challenge for that week because you listen to this podcast, tag us. Anyway, um, I think we've kind of wrapped up on like getting back into like life and planning after like taking a break. Um, let's just transition into like the end of this. So like Tell me, what's one thing you're looking forward to before our next podcast recording? Well, speaking of grass-type Pokemon, this weekend, the weekend of June 4th and June 5th, is Pokemon Go Fest. Gil and I are going to be getting some new species for our Pokedexes, and we're very excited. That's also why I will not be able to edit this weekend. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be participating in Pokemon Go Fest. I didn't buy a ticket for it. Well, then you're, yeah, then you're not. <laughs> I, well, I didn't buy the ticket because apparently people are boycotting it because Pokemon is now uh, using biometric data. How? I think it's tracking, like, it's, it's selling the information on, like, where you go, from what I've heard. Huh. Just um, food for thought. I mean, if you already bought the ticket, like, go have fun. Yeah, I'm like, it's too late. Too late you for that. You better Gil. I love Pokemon Go though. Um, anything else you're excited about? Uh, tomorrow night, Emma DeVries and I are going to do like an Amuse Designs marathon and we're going to work on a whole bunch of designs because I always feel better when I'm like working on stuff with another person because I can ask them for feedback and be like, what do you think of this? I don't know. Huh. Oh, like virtual co-working kind of stuff? Yeah. So like I've got some nice. stuff I want to show her and, and then I'll, I'll even be able to like print test. I have an order to print actually. I should probably maybe get around to doing that. But what about you? Um, I got two things that I'm very excited about. Number one, I'm going to an REO Speedwagon concert on Tuesday, which we kind of already gestured towards, but I'm going to go see REO Speedwagon with my boyfriend. Um, I even made a whole planner spread around it. And I had to like pick, I wanted to do like song lyrics and like song titles on the spread. Uh, but most of their songs are about like cheating and failed relationships. And I'm like, this isn't really like the date night. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I had to be very selective there. Um, so we're going to go see them and they're playing a show with Styx and Loverboy. And, oh wait 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 okay I think they were here the other day then because someone was like Loverboy is here and I assume they're all together yeah they're on their like unzoomed tour or something like that unzoomed <laughs> unzoomed celebrating the end of like everything being conducted on zoom um so we're gonna go see that concert it's gonna be outdoors um there's gonna be food it'll be fun I'm very excited for that and then the other thing that I'm like excited about is my sticker shop release that is happening on Monday and I got to pack some orders tonight, but I also just want to like create a lot of inventory to like have it on hand for when I like need to pack orders on Monday with the hope that people will purchase my stickers. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel that. Cause I usually, I just lie about our inventory on Etsy. I'm like, yeah, we have 50 of these like ready. No, we don't. We might have to, maybe. Uh, so like I have to, I, it's really good though if I actually have everything because then the orders are, are so much faster. I try to keep as many sheets on hand as I can, but like that also lends for the fact that like seasonal stickers or like things that are directly related to holidays, like then I have stuff like left over after the holiday is done. Like I'm sitting on a whole pile of Mother's Day sticker sheets that I'm like, 
these are going to the last chance section of the of the shop but oh my god i forgot to share the my one gripe we were talking about things that made us angry in the world yeah. a crumble cookie has opened in knoxville 15 minutes away from where i live and we drove there today and there was a line of like 50 people because it opened today so i didn't Brutal. Brutal. also i have high cholesterol <laughs> totally unrelated totally unrelated (laughs) well i think with that we're gonna call it a podcast and we will catch you again in two weeks bi-weekly podcast um where we will talk about imposter syndrome and if we don't talk about imposter syndrome we don't deserve to have a podcast anymore i was gonna say if we don't talk about imposter syndrome then lauren gets free stickers from our shop yeah sounds like a deal um but and this has been professionally planned with Caitlin and M. Cheers. Cheers.